Well, go ahead and kill everybody. You're a tough guy. Go kill people. Kill Vicky. Kill Salvi. Kill Tommy Como. Kill me while you're at it. What do I care? You're killing yourself the way you eat. You're a fat fuck. Look at you. That's fine. Okay. We're okay. Are we actually recording? Yeah, now I'm actually recording. Oh, okay. We just can't get too loud. For whatever reason, the settings in this thing have been goofy recently. I don't know I'm why. also sitting closer to the microphone Are you? Than normal. Maybe? All right. I don't know. Okay. okay. Welcome to the episode, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Hi, everybody. We're on What our... if we did the last four oh, movies? Oh, my God. No one would listen to it. I wouldn't listen to it. I think it'd be kind of funny. I'm on episode, or I'm on movie 20 in my re-listening. I will catch up. You are us. going to surpass us. <laughs> I'm going to go into the future. <laughs> Think about it. Okay. All then right. you're going to come back, and in the end, it's all going to just be you the whole time. You're the ghost. What did you just say about not getting loud? Look at that waveform. I peaked form. with my argument on Interstellar. And you were like, don't talk about Interstellar <laughs> right now. Here's why we can't talk about Interstellar. Because A, it's not the movie we watch. And B, I have to rewatch it. Mm-hmm. Still, I haven't seen it since I saw it in the theater. And like I have said, Christopher Nolan could make a movie about microwaving a frozen burrito. And I would think it's the greatest movie ever made. Because I have no, no, like, judgment when it comes to him. It's just... All right, all it's right. It's like being in a... No, I was going to say, looking into being in, like, a delusional relationship or something. All right, I promise Speaking. no talking about... Anywho, what anyway, an amazing start. Hi, everybody, to movie number four. What point do I just tell. cut in? When do you I cut in? Tell. When do I, I fade know. in? Okay, here, let's do it right here. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to this episode of Top Shelf that we've been recording for four minutes and only Lord knows how much of the beginning you actually heard. I don't know how I'm going to edit that okay, into a single episode. And I don't it's care. Fine. And I, it's fine. You know what? The one day that episode comes out. You didn't even put out. the thing to mark where oh, yeah. it should start. No, not there. Welcome, okay. everybody. Welcome, to the- everybody, <laughs> to this episode, which is movie number four. And you can so tell that we have done a hundred and... <sighs> This is this is uh, episode one hundred and five. One hundred and five episodes. Yep. Of this show. Of this show. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, this is Raging Bull, everybody. Number four. Yep. Raging Bull. Number four. Nineteen eighty. I'm insightful tonight. <laughs> yeah, yep. I don't know why. I just I think it's because the weather's yucky. I don't know what it is. Hey, neither one of us is sick. You didn't start the episode by coughing. Oh damn it! Can we go back and start nope. it over again? This is Raging Bull, ladies and gentlemen, from nineteen eighty. It is rated R. It is two hours and nine minutes long. It is a biography, drama, sport film. It is an 8.3 out of 10 and a 92 Metascore with 14 critic reviews. An emotionally self-destructive boxer's journey through life as the violence and temper that leads him to the top in the ring destroys his life outside it. Starring Robert De Niro. De Niro? Robert De Niro. Newcomer, Robert De Niro. Robert Robert De Niro. Kathy Moriarty, who... My our generation knows better from um, Casper. Casper. She's the mean blonde lady in Casper. Uh, Joe Pesci, Frank Vincent, who was in Goodfellas, he was also on The Sopranos, and that's pretty much it. There's a couple. Oh, Charles Scorsese, <laughs> who is Martin Scorsese's father. Yep. Mm, yeah, that's kind of it, really. So, general consensus of this movie. What are your thoughts? You said you great movie. I had I had seen it, but I hadn't seen it in a long time, and I saw it in pieces in high school because I, I always say that I was sick for one of the movies we watched, and I'm pretty sure it was Raging Bull Mm -hmm. because I missed a big chunk of it in the middle when I saw it in high school. 
So yeah, it's uh, it's good. I'm I'm I I. I you were excited about it. Were you let down? I don't think it was let down. I understand why. I completely and utterly understand why it's on the list. I know exactly why it's why it's well done. It, you know, and it's it's well done. I don't know. I don't have a strong opinion one way or another. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's, I mean, that's a diff- not- it's different because it's a sports movie. And this is what I said. It's a sports movie, but it's not a sports movie. Right. Because, case in point, trivia spoiler for my own section, the boxing of this in this movie mm-hmm. is 10 minutes of the movie. That's it. Yeah, cuz it's basically it's 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 very much so a Scorsese film while oh, yeah. it's still at the same time not a Scorsese exactly. film. Exactly. That's what it, it it's interesting. Cuz it's very much so it's about it's a post and it's post taxi driver. True. And pre goodfellas. Yep. It's it's a mo- it's very much so the movie where it follows one character's life over a yeah. giant span of time. Right. Which yes, you could argue is most movies, but I feel like this movie it, it, Scorsese tends to do this thing where it's very much so centric on this character and their life like falling well, apart almost. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Wolf Goodfellas. of Wall Street Goodfellas is that way. Taxi Driver. Casino. Taxi, Taxi Driver is that way. This movie. <clears throat> the Departed is that the way Departed too. The Departed is that way. I didn't see Gangs in New York, so I don't know. It, it, that one's kind of, that's I guess weird, you could... Like, that's outside um, of his... That's like, it feels like it's outside of his normal canon of He work. did The Aviator, too, though, right? Yes, he so did Howard do The Hughes. Aviator, yes. And that's very, it's very much... I watched much, some of that last weekend, I believe it was on TV. The Aviator's interesting because, it, you it, just on a quick side tangent, the technical aspect of that film is that uh-huh. as the movie goes along, the color spectrum changes because it changes depending upon the era that it was in and what like photographs did so yeah. like there's a sequence when he's out on the on the uh oh oh because that wasn't that um that was during one of the movies that we watched uh that was actually happening oh cannot remember he's out playing okay. golf with, with with an actress and like but yeah. either way it doesn't matter uh but um the uh the, the grass the normal like lush gr- like like foresty yeah, green grass like is this weird like blue green, blue green. Yeah. and it's not because that, that was the type of grass but it was because that was the coloring technique yeah. like little things like that if you watch the aviator there's a dinner party scene where the <clears throat> peas are very green yeah it's just an it's an interesting this really Interesting technical technique that they did for that they chose for it's that a film. Good movie. Um, no, so it, it this it does oh, it, it feels very much so like it is a Martin Scorsese yeah. film, but at the same time, I don't know. Like, it was a good movie. I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. I will because I I just I it was well acted. It was well performed. And then but, you need to watch it and like just sit and watch it. Yeah. Not with me in here distracting. Because it's just it's. It's, I don't know. I like You guys, it. real talk right now, it's getting a little hard with these movies because we've done so many. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, and this is not to say that any of these movies that are coming up are not great, but it's like there's this aura of expectation around these films because this is the top five yeah. of the American Film Institute top 100 movies. And I don't know. I don't know if it's like... It's the letdown of we're at the top five. And it's like, yes, this is a great movie. Did this knock me on my ass? Fantastic. No. And do you think it's be, and do you think part of that is a subconscious thing because we are we are at the top five and these are the ones that are so ingrained into the into like just your head and like pop culture? No. That even though if you haven't seen them over and over again, but like everybody knows Casablanca, everybody every, knows Godfather, I've seen everybody these knows top, these. I've seen the top four movies. <clears throat> so it's like, but do you think do you think do you think part of maybe why we're not just 
as enthused is because it's movies that are more well known. No, Do you think for that me, has I think it? I'm personally not as enthused because I've seen all of them. Yeah. So the which the from magic here on out gone. I have yeah. like for the next three I've seen I I've seen them dozens of times. Yeah. For that oh, moment. I haven't seen Citizen Kane dozens of times. I've seen it twice. <clears throat> I have. I like them. I used to have it on my computer. I would watch it sometimes. Pirate! Oh no! Who did Yar. I get it from? I don't know what you're Watch talking about. Watch I got about. for myself. Aha! Not to me this time. No. Wait. Adventure <laughs> of tears. Um, I don't pirate. So, anyways. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to jail. So, um, no, I don't know. I don't. I I don't know. I was never okay. And this is before leaving the podcast. But I, I my opinions changed. Like I was never a person to ever like seek out Scorsese films in the first place, though. Really? Like, uh, before, like, well before. I mean, I, I saw The Departed in theaters. I liked The Departed. It was fine. I, I saw the I saw Aviator before. I saw Aviator in theaters. I but love like, Goodfellas. But, like, I Goodfellas and Casino and Taxi. Like, I've still never seen Casino. Those Maybe movies. I'll make that my goal tomorrow. Casino is a Scorsese film, right? Yeah. It's, okay. It's right? not the sequel, but it came right after Goodfellas. Okay. I, for some reason, there was a split second where I second that. It's got... Uh, basically, everybody in it. Robert De Niro and Joe <laughs> Pesci and... But it's like, I never, I was never one to like go, oh my God, it's a Scorsese film. I have to go see it. Like, and I, it's nothing against the man. I, I just, did with Wolf Wall Street. Yeah. It's, one. That's it, one. It's like, I just, I never was one to anyway, seek out the, the, those movies. So I don't know if that's partially has something to do. With, I don't know. I don't know. I honestly I'm, don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't have an opinion on this movie one way or another. It's good. I enjoyed it. It was fun. I just. I'm not like, holy crap, that was amazing. But at the same time, I'm not about to sit down and go, holy crap, that movie was horrible. Why the hell did I just spend two hours watching it? It moves really quickly for a two-hour movie. Oh, yeah, it does. No, none of these, I think, are, you know, oh, why is this here on the list? No. This jumped a substantial amount. This was number 24. It's now number four, so it moved 20 places. Why do you think it's on the list for what you said earlier? De Niro's acting, because mm-hmm. you don't realize it's De Niro for a good chunk of the movie. Yep. Like, you know, I mean, you know, but oh, yeah, he, he doesn't he look... physically does not physically look like him. It's the physical stuff. It's the fact that Scorsese... Okay, spoilers for my own trivia stuff, but Scorsese, like was in the hospital after having an OD on coke, mm-hmm. after having a coke addiction, and De Niro came to him and said, you need to make this movie, and this basically saved his life, and had he thought this was going to be his last movie. You know, he thought he was done. Mm-hmm. This is his last movie. It served as a rebirth for him cinematically, and then he gave us freaking all this awesome oh, stuff yeah. after that. Good think about it. Like, like the most my the favorite movies... Scorsese movies are Goodfellas, mm-hmm. The Departed, and Wolf of Wall Street. Yep. Which are which is funny because that's three different decades. Yeah, that's the '90s, the 2000s, and the 2010s, mm-hmm. which is crazy. But yeah, like you think about the and the ma- Aviator. You think about the ma- <laughs> you think about the majority of his work that he's more well known for came after this movie. I'm not saying he didn't do anything before this. Obviously, no, he did Taxi Driver. He did a bunch of stuff. What he's known <laughs> for on um, IMDb? I'll tell you. Wolf I mean, of Wall Street, yep. Goodfellas, yep. Shutter Island. Oh, forgot. I keep forgetting he did the that. Departed. So see, like all of the movies that he's known for, he did Hugo. He's done a Still. bunch of documentaries, like um, George Harrison living in the material world, um, Shutter Island, The Departed, The Aviator, Michael Jackson Number Ones. He did uh, Bad G- Games in New York. Um, oh, I forgot. Bringing he directed, Out the Dead with Nicolas he, Cage. I forgot he directed Bad Casino. Michael Jackson's video greatest hits history. Yep. Uh, Cape Fear, Goodfellas, The Last Temptation of Christ. Yep. Whoa, bad. wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. He directed that? Yep. 
Holy crap, I did not know he was the one that directed that yep. movie. Oh, God, I want to watch that. At uh, what point... When, when, okay. When, when Jesus people. yells at Judas, is that correct? Yes. <laughs> and he flips over he flips over the tax guys. Is it like a all-out brawl? I have like, never seen I've the never last seen that movie. I, I kind of want to um, see it. <laughs> Raging Bull, The Last Waltz, Taxi Driver, Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore, Mean Streets, The Big Shave... Oh, that's a short, sorry. Um... He also did another, um, he did a, uh, frickin' frack. He did. Never heard of that movie. What is that movie again? Bob I... Dylan. He did a no, he did the No Direction Home documentary of Bob oh. Dylan. So either way though, like. He's done an amazing amount of stuff. And to think if he, ha- he's 72, he is the same age as Pesci it, and, and De Niro. De Niro. That's crazy. But, like, okay, so if he had indeed stopped making films. Okay, so. He did Taxi Driver in 76, New York, New York in 77, The Last Welch, which is another documentary, in 78. And that was, like, in the hospital for his cocaine addiction, and 1980 would have been his last movie. So we would never have had The Color of Money, The Last Temptation of Christ, Goodfellas, Cape Fear... Casino, Bringing Out the Dead, Gangs of New York, Aviator, Aviator yeah. Departed, Shutter Island, Hugo, Wolf of Wall Street, and then he's got a couple coming out. So basically everything he is honestly well known for, he would never have done. Yeah. It's just nuts. There's so many of those movies are classic films. I mean, I mean, just not, not including, you know, obviously... Uh, you know, Goodfellas being on the list, that's not what I'm saying. But it's like, so many of those, like, Cape Fear is well known. Mm-hmm. Hell, the Simpsons. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. That Primal Fear. Uh, that's, that's Primal, primal fear. fear. I don't remember who's in Cape that's Fear. A, I've never seen it. Um, <clears throat> but no, like, it's, it's it, all those movies are, are are very well-known movies from yeah. from a well-known director. Well, and a very good director, by all means. I, I like The Departed. I like those movies. I love Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. That was a great film. Love Goodfellas. Because remember, Goodfellas, that was the first time I'd seen it. Yeah. Yeah. It's been on TV I know of the it. last couple I, of weeks. My I, dad and I have been watching it on and off. But yeah, it's it's. I I, I wish I knew. You've been gone a what. long time. I Me mean, go up here and tell you I don't do that no more. <laughs> I wish I. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. Thought you said uh, you're okay, Spider. You know what was annoying about this movie? What? Joe Pesci's cap. Joe Pesci's cap teeth. His hair bothered me. As His well. hair is a little weird. But I couldn't... I, it's I just, on here for the acting, how well-written and directed it was, the physical transformations the actors yep. went through for it, the fact that it's a sports movie without being about sports. And that it is not a happy ending. No. It is absolutely not no. a happy ending. This movie... It is not like the underdog... You know, it's not... It's not Rocky. Fi- it's not the fighter. Yeah, it's not the or, fighter. Okay, the Rocky to give you a classic example, fighter to give you a modern right. example. It's not the whole, like, he came from nothing and then he yeah. had some hardships, but he still managed to come up no. on top. No, he went the opposite direction. Yeah. He was kind of on top and, and then, then he started falling down. apart. Well, and that's why that speech that he does the speech from on the waterfront at the end, and it's supposed to be a mirror of how he feels about his brother and how he feels about his career and all that yeah. jazz. Letting him down and it's yep. all his fault and it's not my fault. Yep. <clears throat> Like, it's a man who didn't take responsibility for anything that happened to him. Which is ridiculous, because most of it is his fault. Yeah. Well, let me do the awards real quick. Okay. Uh, the, film wa- had, the film had a handful of Oscar nominations. Okay. Um, let me do the nominations for... Okay, so here's the ones. Here's the Oscars that it was nominated for, but did not win. It would be 
Best Picture, Best Actor in a Supporting Role for Joe Pesci, Best Actress in a Supporting Role for Kathy Moriarty, Best Director for Martin Scorsese, and Best Cinematography and Best Sound. Now, it did, in fact, win for Best Actor in a Leading Role for Robert De Niro, which I feel is fully deserving of it because he did an amazing job, and Best Film Editing. Now, uh, the films that it went up against that year, what it lost to for Best Picture was Ordinary People. Okay. Um, which it also lost to for Best Director for uh, Robert Redford. And then uh, Best Actress lost to... Because wasn't it Best... No, no, it was Best Supporting Actress. Sorry. Oh, Best Supporting Actor lost to Timothy Hutton from Ordinary People. Uh, Best Supporting Actress lost to Mary Steenburgen for Melvin okay. and Howard. Mary Steenburgen, uh, well, for me, <laughs> better known as Clara from Back to the Future Part 3. Uh, <laughs> I know she's done other work, guys, by all means, but it's just, it's just me. Um, yeah, so basically, basically, Ordinary People was the film that it, it, it went up against and it, it lost to, which I remember seeing parts of Ordinary People I've never seen it, ago. but I know... It's another. It's another. It's one of those dramas. It was the first. <clears throat> it was the first film that Robert Redford did. Okay, as a like director. As a director. Um, and it had uh, Donald Sutherland and, like, I think Mary Tyler Moore was in it. Okay. I think, um, but like, like it had a bunch of a bunch of. It was. It was. It was one of those like normal mid-ground drama middle like middle-class drama movies okay. that just yeah, yeah, yeah. total Oscar yeah bluff, basically. Oscar bait yeah. Totally, totally. Um, and then, uh, uh, back to the awards, and then the film was entered into the National... This film, sorry. Raging Bull was entered into the National Film Registry. Yeah, I didn't think you were talking about Ordinary People. I think we should talk about Ordinary People some more. So uh, why do you okay. think makes that film a good movie? I've never seen it. Okay, that's a okay. great opinion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the, uh, Raging Bull was entered into the National Film Registry as of 1990. So, there you go. Okay. It's going to be weird because we're going to f- wind up this episode with our stuff because we did the discussion already. Yep. I just prefer doing that discussion anymore. <laughs> I know, I do too. Like, I don't want to read the truth. There was Inflation Nation for this. You and didn't I do didn't it, do though. it. No, 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 no. There because there was that one scene when it was when it's 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 Do it, the it, one he needs ten thousand dollars. Figure out what that he needs was. ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh, but when what year was that like that 57. he needed? It? Was it fifty seven? Yeah. Okay. I will do that. Yeah, because there was inflation nation for that one scene. I just didn't. And it do wasn't it. important. A roast beef sandwich was a dollar twenty five. It's right. really fucking expensive. So I'm gonna read some trivia. Hi, I swore. That's fine. It took twenty minutes to get into it. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. You also forget that, like, four minutes of that doesn't count because it's all the intro that you're going to end up probably chopping out. That's true. All right. So, (laughs) in preparation for his role, Robert De Niro went through extensive physical training, then entered in three genuine Brooklyn boxing matches and won two of them. When the real Jake LaMotta saw the movie, he asked it, asked, as he said it made him realize for the first time what a terrible person he had been. He asked the real Vicky LaMotta, was I really like that? And she replied, you were worse. In 1978, when Martin Scorsese was at an all-time low due to a near overdose resulting from an addiction to cocaine, Robert De Niro visited him at the hospital and told him that he had to clean himself up and make this movie about a boxer. (sighs) At first, Scorsese refused. He didn't like sports movies anyway, but due to De Niro's persistence, he eventually gave in. Many claim, including Scorsese, that De Niro saved Scorsese's life by getting him back into work. Uh, Why are you doing Pacino? Cocaine! Oh, I'm like, (laughs) I said De Niro. Why are you doing Pacino? Uh, Marty, you're gonna die. Ooh, ah. 
Okay. Is she yeah. <laughs> I was going to like, shouldn't I? I, in my head, I had the story that it was Robert De Niro. Damn it! It was, <laughs> never mind. Okay, moving on from just a little outburst. Robert De Niro accidentally broke Joe Pesci's rib in the sparring scene. This shot appears in the film. De Niro hits Pesci in the side, Pesci groans, and there's a quick cut to another angle. Oh. See also Casino, 1995. I was going to say, okay. in my head, I had a little story that Al Pacino, as Scarface, oh, wow, the, wow, was the person who gave Marty Scorsese the cocaine. Not that it was actually Robert De Niro. So that's okay. that was the story. Okay. And scene. scene. To achieve the feeling of brotherhood between the two lead actors, oh, Robert dork. De Niro and Joe Pesci actually lived and trained with each other for some time before filming began. And ever since then, the two have been very close friends. I heard things. <laughs> I heard things. That's from this movie, you guys. Yes. It's not just from that SNL skit that they which, used to do, the Robert De Niro or the Joe Pesci show. Which makes sense because if it was SNL, if it was a skit like that, they would have been referencing yeah. movies probably. More well, there was always De Niro always looked bigger. So I don't know if they were just doing Jake LaMotta from this movie. I heard things. I heard things. Because I say that all the time. The reason this film was made in black and white was to mainly differentiate it from Rocky, which came out two years, three, four years earlier. <laughs> two, three, four years earlier. 234 years before? 1976. Damn, Stallone, you look good, man. As well as for a period authenticity. Another reason was that Scorsese wanted, didn't want to depict all that blood in a color picture. He would wait to do that in Goodfellas. Yeah, because as I made the comment, this has been 19, well, it was made in 79. It was 19. 1980 when it was released and this is like right before the massively violent mainstream yeah. films came out in the 80s yeah there was violent films in the There's 70s but blood and rocky and <clears throat> yeah but like connection. like 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 because like movies like lethal weapon and like those action movies from the 80s were very violent and very quote-unquote violent nowadays are tame but like right. in the day they were blood like lots of blood and people get mm-hmm. like robocop is a prime example late 80s and it was this but this was like before that became like acceptable so right. this movie would have been so just bloody and also, out of place. The blood in the movie was chocolate syrup. Was Hershey's chocolate syrup? A la Hitchcock. A la Hitchcock. Keep that in mind. I have a trivia fact. Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci are really punching each other in the infamous "Hit Me" scene from the beginning of the movie. That's crazy. Um, sound effects for punches landing were made by squashing melons and tomatoes. <laughs> there's a piece of there's a piece of trivia regarding that that I I I, I actually do know about. That uh, it was made from those items. Yeah. But that the sound guy, the guy who, who did all the mixing and all the Foley work, yep. um, I think it was, it actually might have been the editor too for that matter, per, like destroyed all yep. the original tapes. The original tapes. tapes were deliberately destroyed by the sound technician Frankie Warner to prevent them from being used again. Yep. So then that way, because you hear that a lot of times, you hear the same sound effects used yep. over and over again because they'll be made for a movie and then they'll get reused for other similar films or even different films. And I like the fact that all the original sound effects were destroyed for this movie because they didn't want anybody else to use it. What year did you read the Oscars for for that year? That would have been, it would have been for 81. Thank you. Okay, I was just making yep. sure. On March 31st, 1981, Robert De Niro's Best Actor Oscar win created a rarity in the Academy's history, in that the real-life Jake LaMotta was in the audience witnessing the victory. That same evening, Sissy Spacek won her first Best Actress Oscar for playing Coal singer Miners. Loretta Lynn for The Coal Miner's Daughter, yep. who was also in the Pavilion audience, making the gala event unique. That is so ridiculous. So the two people that... So the two real life people yeah. <laughs> that the actors got nominated for were there when the actors won for their portrayal. Yep. It's like Batman sitting in the audience and then Christian Bale winning. Yeah. Yes, because that's the way I went. Uh huh. You know, never mind the fact that he was never nominated for Batman and no. that Batman's not real. No, Batman is not real. He might be real. 
I'm real. I had this really long discussion the other night with Colin about how he shouldn't ever tell me that hobbits weren't real. Because dwarves are, are real. Dwarves and are real, but they found that island people, in the middle of the... Lo- like there the are people Pacific. who have... You know, whose ears are a little pointy. You know, the elves could have... They could have descended from... their elfin-like people. But where so hobbits Earth? couldn't have... Where's Middle Earth? I'm not saying Middle Earth exists. Shut up. Don't get started <laughs> with me. Rob De Niro did as many as a thousand rounds when training with the real Jake LaMotta. He thought De Niro had what it took to become a professional contender. I could have been somebody. I could have been somebody. Robert De Niro gained a record 60 pounds to play the older Jake LaMotta, and Joe Pesci lost weight for the same scene. Which is crazy, because basically what happened is Robert De Niro became James Gandolfini, and Joe Pesci became um, Tony Tony Shalhoub. Shalhoub. (laughs) It's just nuts. The real Jake LaMotta was deaf for most of his life, so most of his anger came from not out of not understanding what people were saying. He has a 70% loss in his right ear and a 70% use of his left ear. Damn. Oh no! I haven't done that in a long time. You closed I the trivia. With my knuckle. That's it. Movie's over. Movie. I. Podcast. Words. Things are hard. Ah, here we go. This is the last one I'm going to read. Okay. Martin Scorsese had trouble figuring out how he would cut together the last fight between LaMada and Sugar Ray Robinson, in particular when he is up against the ropes getting beaten. He used he used the original shot list from the shower sequence in Psycho to help him figure it out. Scorsese later commented that it helped most in that scene that Scorsese later commented that it helped most in that scene that sentence makes no sense it was Scorsese felt that this was the most horrific scene in the film to him so that helped him make that scene the end I'm done can IMDb hire proofreaders for their I mean they're uh, all user added so I mean as we all know take all this with a grain of salt but yeah really sometimes grammar on internet is tough it really is. Of course, Granted, words are I hard for me. I just sent a text message and used, instead of teach, I said, I don't, I also don't teach her tomorrow. I meant teach. It's autocorrect. I don't teach her tomorrow. <laughs> I don't edit her tomorrow either. Editor tomorrow. Um, interesting. Well, regarding the movie, by all means, I, I, I understand, I understand why it's on the list. I understand. I'm... I'm a little. You're underwhelmed. I don't. I, can tell. I don't know, but I, 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 now I'm questioning. Like I, 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 I completely get why it's on the list. I got it. I understand. That's a good movie. Why is it where it's at on the list, though? Why is it number four? That's what confuses me. Because basically, why it move from twenty-four to four? Right. I feel like the twenties would be a better. Personally, I feel like it'd be a better spot. I want it in the top twenty-five. I completely get it. I understand. I just don't see why it's number four. Is it because it's a sports movie that's not a sports movie that also does not end happily, that it had the transformation? Is it, is it all of that? It's because it's different. Okay. It's because it's different. <clears throat> it's, it, it, and if it, that's the case, I completely got it. outside the box of a sports film. Got it. Because it took what Rocky had done, which is why Rocky's lower on the list. Because Rocky, the Rocky is the quintessential start Triumphant of the, of the underdog sports, sports. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because that same exact trope happens. It is happens. the antithesis of Rocky. Yeah. Literally. And this would be the, this would be like, okay. Okay, as where, where Rocky is the Hollywood happy ending, this is the more often realistic, yeah. real life ending. Uh-huh. I mean, it's also a biography. You also notice that Scorsese does that a lot, too, especially in his later movies, yeah. though. Yeah, it's all, like, based upon real people yeah. and real things. Goodfellas is based on Wise Guys by Nicholas Pileggi. Yep. Which, <laughs> so 
said his name wrong in the Goodfellas episode. I think I said Pelegi. It's Pelegi. I apologize. I edit myself. That's why two people years hate later. Two years our later. Show. <laughs> A year, two years That's later. That's why people, Almost people two are years stupid. Later. And um, oh, Wolf is there of any Wall other Street. auto? Is there any other corrections you no, need to make? Wolf of Wall Street <laughs> okay. is Jordan Belfort. Yeah. That's a real he likes, person. which is cool though, because I feel like there's a lot of directors that well, I mean, they don't tend to do a lot of based upon real stuff. Yeah. I feel like it's it's cool that he focuses Ooh, on these cute. people that have just had, who who had great lives at one point, were on the top of the world, and then just fell off hey. and crashed. So, all right, hey. well, what's the next movie? Since you're already on IMDb looking at um, it, our next movie. I was actually just queuing it up, so it was ready to go. Our next movie is. Casablanca, Casablanca, number three. Man. Rated PG, our 42-minute drama romance war film from 1942. Set in unoccupied Africa during the early days of World War II, an American expatriate meets a former lover with unforeseen complications. Directed by Michael Curtis, with a Z at the end. And here's what I was going all about, because mm-hmm. let's call back to um, the Maltese Falcon. Shall we? Okay. Here's who's in this movie. Humphrey Bogart. Yeah. Maltese Falcon. Ingrid Bergman, not in the Maltese Falcon. Paul Heinrich, not in the Maltese Falcon. Claude Rains. Yeah. This is like our third or fourth Claude Rains movie. I'm really starting third. to like him as an actor. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sidney Greenstreet. Okay. And Peter Lorre. <laughs> now, now, you made a comment. I, I can't... Uh, uh, uh. Uh, just bad, quick, bad, uh, bad, quick bad, comment. Yeah. Uh, I have seen Casablanca. I'm Me well aware too. of it. So, um, take the next bit as a joke. So, is what point during this movie is he on a boat going down a river with a really annoying woman carrying a very expensive statue of a bird? Yes, that everyone wants. That everybody wants. At what point does and that happen? At what point does he get mad and like kill his friend over their share of a treasure? Is that before or after he gets beheaded? Hi, we just Hi, made a connection to let's every... make every Humphrey Bogart movie on the list. African Queen, Maltese Falcon, Treasure of the Sierra Madre. I'm actually pretty proud of us. That was we did, we good. did a pretty good proud job, of us too. considering that was not planned whatsoever. All right, well, Casablanca, number three. <laughs> Didn't mean to cough. My, my throat just decided to stop working. <laughs> um, <clears throat> really should not have coughed at the start of this. No. Nope. It ruined my Serves voice. you right. Yep. Uh, no, number three next week. Yeah. Guys, number three. Oh, okay. Number three. And then, so what's going to happen is we will be done with the podcast before, actually the last weekend of April will yep. be the last, right? That's when we're recording That's the we're last recording. episode. So the first, the first weekend first in May. Megan in May will be the last official episode of the show. Yep. And then I will, over the course of the summer, or yeah, probably over the course of the summer, I'll edit together. Or maybe I'll just do it after I get moved in and all yeah. that stuff. I'm also moving. Yeah, that's the, why we got to get this done. The weekend that that... We're the, losing our recording yeah, space. The weekend that uh, that uh, that Excuse the me. last official episode, not the number movie, our recap episode. Yeah, the recap episode. That weekend, uh, is I'll actually be moving to another yeah. city. So, and I'll be helping. Yeah. So it's like... Uh, He's it's moving like, like a half hour Yeah, I'm away. not moving far, but it's just we're, we the convenience of being able to do the show is, is He's going to live there. half as far away from me as he does now. Or twice as far. It's yeah. Only another half Because you're only 15 minutes away from me now. I'm 15 minutes away from you now. It'll be a half, be a half hour. hour from you after this. Very so, true. Ooh, an extra 15 minutes. Oh, God. Oh, no. Um, but no, so... I don't uh, drive three hours round trip for a commuter. <laughs> but then I will uh, I, I will edit together the, the, uh, the little fun super bonus episode that's going to be uh, all of our... 
pre-episode recording rambling and microphone tests. Yes. Uh, as a, it's just a, it's going to be one of those, I'm not going to, I won't do a whole lot of editing. Yeah, I'll just, just let it, let's just let it, let just it play. Let it and let that'll it be, that'll be the fun rambling. Yes. And mostly I guess I want to do it after the show's done with. Right. Well, and we should probably tell the people that while the... AFI Top 100 is coming to an yep. end. We will probably around September. I'm not making any promises. Um, be starting up. We're going to take a summer hiatus. Yep. Just because, guys, we've been doing this for two and a half years straight. I need a break. We need a break. And then after this, Colin and I yep. will be doing the, well, tentatively we're going to do the Oscar Best Picture winners. Okay. I've also had other ideas pop into my brain. There's other movie like AFI lists I went, wouldn't mind looking at as well. But yeah, there will be another run of Top Shelf. Yep. But not and it's not the AFI Top 100, obviously. And it'll be Colin and I instead of Jeff and I. And it will still be on. And Jeff will still be an episode, just like Colin is an episode. Now. Yeah. And it will still be on this subscription, yep. this channel. So obviously, yep. you don't need to like find it and subscribe. Just stay yeah. subscribed until ne- until later in the yep. fall. And, and we'll post on the Facebook yep. about it too. The and... Facebook page. That's what we did. That's why we changed it a couple yeah. like probably about a month or so, mm-hmm. months or two back. Um, and that's why if you also know notice the iTunes feed specifies this is the AFI Top 100 yep. and then the movie title. Yeah. It's all because that's event- That's where yep, we're going we're gonna with it. We're going to do so. another run of the show. Another season as it were of the yeah. show. God, our seasons are two years long. Mm-hmm. My God. Well, it's a hundred freaking movies. That's ridiculous. Thankfully it's less for the Oscars. We have had five seasons of a TV show. Yes, we have. We could be in syndication. Four. Five. Five is well. If you did 20 season. episodes. Yeah. yeah. We could be in syndication. We could be in syndication. Oh, yeah. We were in syndication five episodes ago. Yay! Yay! Let's sell it to Fox. They buy anything. They do. All right. Well, anywho, now that we've reached our normal standard length. It's fine. (coughs) Jeff is dying. Jeff is literally dying. Uh, Secretly, the reason why Lindsay's doing the podcast with Colin is because I'm not going to be alive from September. Uh, That's why. Anywho, pew, pew, Lindsay, pew, pew, pew. well, uh, by the way that you're playing with I want to go chair, home and put sweatpants on. Well, you, say goodbye. You say goodbye first. <laughs> no, you say goodbye no, you, Oh, it's you all up There you here. go. We have been doing I this know. for 105 I episodes. I didn't do it for 105 episodes. I forgot a lot. This one goes out to Radio Raheem. And say goodnight, CK Dexter. Hi, Ben. <laughs> it's <still> so funny. <laughs> one of these times... <laughs> We're going to change this. And we're going to get off the boat? Oh, yeah, that too. Man. Man. And other it stuff. It ran into the end part. It just did the ha-ha. I like the end. I know. It was playing in my audio earphone. Nice. It was yeah. playing in my audio, audio phones. Ear. Is that like in the audio microphone? You did that on an episode. Words are hard. Words are hard. Good night. All right. Good night, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> we also used to tell Greg to shut up. Shut up, Greg. We did it for like three episodes after we watched E.T. Oh, yeah. Wow, I forgot about that one. Yeah, shut up, Greg. This has been a production of Ghost Hat Media, proud member of the Ghost Hat Network. Find them online at www.ghosthat.net. <laughs> I like the ending. <laughs>